You are now listening to the Holistic Healing Arts Podcast with Sydney Locke. Okay, so Dr. Michelle Webb, Hi. here we are again. Yes, thank you for having <laughs> me on again. I really appreciate it. Of course, we're doing part two mm-hmm. of the Headache Migraine Podcast today. Yes, and I'm so excited to be here because I feel like tension headaches are a big piece that we didn't get to discuss last time. We didn't. We did cover some really good topics last time. So if you haven't listened to that podcast yet, go listen to number four that we recorded. Um, and you can learn a little bit about migraines. And then today you'll figure out the difference between migraines and tension headaches. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I will say they're very different. Um, so as we sort of talked about last time, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but just in <laughs> case anyone is new here to the podcast and you're just jumping onto this one instead, Headaches affect over 50% of the population, and they are debilitating, aren't they, Sydney? They sure are. I know. I used to experience <laughs> them all the time, and like they definitely kind of put you out of service, mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. So last time we did talk about migraines a little bit, and tension-type headaches are actually just as common, I would say, that I see in my practice. Tension headaches also have a very different presentation as compared to migraines. Do you know if you experience tension headaches, Sydney? I don't know because, you know, when you just get like a pinched nerve and from that you get a headache, I just, that's what I kind of picture. Or if I'm really stressed, this is what I would say. 100%. So with a tension headache, I would say the most common uh, symptoms is like a pulsating band over your head and you kind of feel it on both sides versus a migraine is usually like sharp stabbing and typically only on one side. Mm. Um, In addition to the tension headaches, they actually typically last multiple days versus a migraine will only last one day interesting mm-hmm. okay yeah and the mechanism sort of idea behind a tension headache if you can imagine imagine like tension it's tension of your muscles mm-hmm. resulting in, in that pain and sometimes we have what's called like trigger points in your traps which we all know ours are like all horrible mm-hmm. <laughs> from like being on the computer all a- the time looking like a dinosaur like yeah. i do every day <laughs> so you get like what's called um like you can get like knots in those muscles. And sometimes when those knots get really angry, you get like what's called a referral of pain. So it's a trigger point and it actually results in what feels like a headache. Okay. And some people might describe it as a migraine, however it isn't. Okay. And it's treated very differently. Okay, and how do you treat it? Yeah, so <laughs> great question. I need to write notes. <laughs> so um, there are a couple of different ways that you can treat it. Um, like obviously there are some dietary lifestyle per, uh, perspectives or even like some nutraceuticals so some supplements that we can do. Um, one of the biggest things I would say is like your sleep, <laughs> which I know we talked a little bit about migraines, how important sleep is, but for tension headaches, it's actually about the way you sleep. Ha- Sydney, so like, have you ever woken up with a headache before? Oh my gosh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Countless times. And like you went to bed with that one, then you woke up and you're yeah. like, what is going on? Yeah. So sometimes, and I find this a lot with my patients is that if someone's waking up with a headache, I always like to ask, how are you sleeping? Are you sleeping on your stomach? Are you sleeping on your side? Are you sleeping on your back? Mm-hmm. So when you sleep, a lot of my patients, a lot of time when they, they tell me they wake up with a headache, they're sleeping on their stomach. I always sleep on my stomach. Do you? I can't See? sleep any other way. <laughs> <laughs> See? So interestingly, when you're in that position, your head is usually tilted upwards mm-hmm. and it does cause tension on your neck, which can result in that tension headache. So when sleeping, it is always recommended to sleep on your side or your back if you do get ten- chronic tension headaches. Okay. So something to look out for, for a viewer or listeners, I should say, <laughs> not a viewers. Um, the other thing to keep in mind is like your posture. 
So I know we talked about like the dinosaur position. Mm -hmm. When you're like at your desk, hunched in, looking at that email, you want to make sure you're trying to be conscious. And you want to make sure that your chin is actually tucked in a little bit towards your spine. Okay. And the reason, it's like almost like you're doing an ab workout. You know, mm-hmm. when they're like, tuck your chin in. It's almost the same idea, but you're like sitting up. The idea of this is it takes attention off the back of your neck. Because a lot of times when we, we're sitting in our car, and if like you, you're driving right now and listening to this, look at like if you're safe in a safe way. <laughs> look at the people around you. Are their chins poking outwards? Because <laughs> it will. You'll see it. And people will get headaches and they have really poor posture that way. Oh my gosh. So it is important to keep that chin tucked in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the other thing of this is like maybe obviously we're so busy with COVID and the lockdown. We are at home on our computers. The best thing I recommend for my patients is to actually like set a timer to stretch. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I know we're so busy. We forget. We're busy on task. Just try to take that stretch. It will actually help with that tension headache. Okay. Yeah. Give yourself a little break from the screen, guys. I agree. And <laughs> speaking of that, is like staring at a screen mm-hmm. can definitely be a big trigger for both migraines, which I know we need to discuss a lot about in our last podcast, but for sure for tension headaches. So have you ever heard of the 20-20-20 rule? Mm, not really. Please enlighten us. <laughs> yeah, no problem. So what you do is every 20 minutes, you should look 20 minutes, you should look, sorry, 20 meters away and stare at something else for 20 seconds. It gives your eyes a break. Okay. So every 20 minutes, you look 20 meters away, approximately, mm-hmm. and then you look at it for 20 seconds. Taking that break can really give a rest for your muscles of your eyes, but also your neck as well. That in itself can actually help prevent a tension headache. Interesting. I always do the, like, you don't really realize you're always looking down. Yeah. Um, so I always, like, force my eyes to look up at the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And you can honestly do it right now, guys. You can feel the the aching in your eyes. Yes. But it's so good. Just just look forward and just put your eyeballs up to the sky. And I promise you, it'll ache. But it's really good for you. No, and it, that will actually really help with a lot of people's mm-hmm. like, headaches that they're experiencing, specifically tension headaches. So great that you have a way that works best for you. <laughs> Sometimes the 20-20-20 rule doesn't always work. Because you're like, what is 20 meters or 20 feet away? Like, what? Just look off into the distance. Exactly. That is the best way to do it. Um, but I would say those are like the biggest things that I say like contribute to tension headaches that I see in my practice. Again, it's more that posture and like trying to give some relief to those muscles, if that makes sense. Absolutely, yeah. And then I guess some like dietary things to consider. Drink your water, folks. Go pick up that water right now and go drink some. Take a big, big, long chug of it. <laughs> Agreed. Especially with masks. I don't know about you, Sydney, but I'm definitely not drinking as much water as I do at yeah. work. It definitely is harder. And then you do realize it as well afterwards, especially if you're talking a lot with your mask mm-hmm. on. You get dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't, yeah. No. Not a conscious thing. So I I have a glass with a straw in it because that makes it easier to drink out of my, in I my bottle. It makes it funner. It makes <laughs> so it's always important to get that water in. If you're dehydrated, your muscles are dehydrated and they are not going to be fun. They're going to ache and they're going to more likely have what's called those trigger points resulting in those tension-like headaches as well. Mm. So something to keep in mind. What I tell my patients most of the time, and everyone is individualized, so always make sure you talk to your doctor before you make any of these changes, um, is to tr- probably aim for about two to three l- liters of water per day. Mm-hmm. I know I don't always hit it, I will admit it, mm-hmm. but it's always good to be conscious of that and try to hit those goals. Yeah, honestly, since I do drink out of a straw, I feel like I'm, I drink more 
if I do have a straw in my cup. I, yeah. don't, know if I don't know if that makes any sense. It does. Don't but I was told that one time, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to try it, and it, it works. That's it awesome. Does wonders. With or without the mask on, I just carry on this little sippy cup with me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, though. That's good. You found something that worked for you, right? Yeah. you got to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, another like dietary consideration is to reduce your salt intake. As we know, salt is not good for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know we all love salty things, but having too much salt can actually result in a tension headache as well. If you can imagine, it's almost like dehydration Mm -hmm. to some extent resulting in that headache. Trying to cut down that salt will make an improvement in those headaches. Mm -hmm. Valuable information. Yes. And then another thing that we sort of did talk about with migraines is like certain foods can actually cause triggers Mm -hmm. for that. I know with migraines, we talk specifically about certain foods, do their uh, different components can actually trigger a migraine for specific reasons. With tension headaches, I actually find going, putting my patients on an elimination diet. Again, always make sure you're doing this with a, like, um, your medical practitioner or naturopathic doctor um, when doing this. But sometimes going on an elimination diet can actually really help to identify different triggers for your tension headaches. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I find with my patients, sometimes it's eggs. Sometimes it actually is certain types of meat, mm-hmm. uh, specifically like deli meat. But everyone's different. So I do definitely recommend at some point trying that out, obviously, mm-hmm. with um, ad- advice from your practitioner mm-hmm. to ensure that um, you're doing that right in a healthy way. But it can really help to pinpoint those tension headache triggers. Interesting. So could that be related to, like, would that be like a food allergy? Yeah. So or not, just is like... Great question. So not necessarily an allergy. By no yeah. means is it like a peanut allergy where you're going to need your EpiPen and run to the hospital, mm-hmm. but like a food sensitivity, meaning that your body is still building an immune reaction to it, but it's resulting in maybe not just like digestive upset, but it can also result in like joint pain, like um, different skin conditions, mm-hmm. or even like headaches for some people. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, no. I know, right? I'm just like taking a mental note of all of my own personal things. (laughs) Like, could it be this? (laughs) Right? I know. I feel you. Um, So now let's talk about supplements because you know sometimes supplements are fun, Mm -hmm. funner to talk about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we talked a little bit last time, but magnesium Mm -hmm. is one of the biggest ones that are so important and beneficial for tension headaches. So again, what how magnesium works? It actually helps to like relax those muscles. That in itself can reduce the tension. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't see my quotations <laughs> in the air, but I was using them. But um, what that does is just help to relax the muscles. What I actually find in my female population is that during their later half of their menstrual cycle, magnesium drops. Mm-hmm. So women are more likely to get tension headaches during the latter half of their menstrual cycle. Okay. So it's kind of interesting, but that's one is a great one that I do use with a lot of my patients. Another one is like peppermint oil or even Tiger Balm. You're like... <laughs> peppermint oil is like my saving grace. I have it in um, a little roller. If I have, even if I have my migraines, I'll put it directly on. If my muscles are sore, yes. I'll use it directly on. And it's, I know you're not supposed to, you're supposed to mix it with a your oil. <laughs> but I just completely disregard that. And I put it right on my body. And it, the cooling bit, it just... It's amazing. No, and it so how it works is actually what's called the pain gate theory. Mm-hmm. So by adding the peppermint oil, it actually inhibits your brain from getting the pain signal from those muscles. Isn't that interesting? That's so cool. Yeah, because <laughs> it causes that cool sensation on the body, and mm-hmm. that actually gets up faster to the brain, blocking the pain signal. To put it in layman's terms, essentially. That's cool. Yeah, so that's sort of how like Tiger Balm and peppermint work. Yeah. So like peppermint giving that cooling sensation versus Tiger Balm causing that warming sensation. Mm-hmm. I know some people don't like the smell of Tiger Balm. But I, love Tiger Balm. I love it. <laughs> love it. I know, mm-hmm. and it so it can be really great. What mm-hmm. I usually tell my patients is to actually just rub it on the back of your neck, mm-hmm. and that in itself can have a huge impact. 
Um, other thing to think about is like, for example, Sage. By no means is this sponsored by Sage or anything <laughs> like that, but they have what's called like the peppermint halo pen. Have you seen people use that no. before? So it's a pen that they've created for headaches. And they actually recommend people to put it around your temples, away from your eyes, please. Yeah. Let's <laughs> not cause any issues. But you actually place it on like your temples, on top of your forehead, and your hairline, and people get are getting significant relief from it. Oh my gosh! Is it just strictly peppermint? Is it a mixture? I think it's peppermint oil, from my understanding. And I wouldn't be surprised if there was maybe like a eucalyptus or something Ooh. in there. But there is a carrier oil. Yeah, yeah. And it to prevent like the aggravation of the skin. But yeah, people are actually like using this so often, and it mostly works for those tension-like headaches. That's awesome. I love I love finding natural ways to try to alleviate because me personally, I don't like taking, uh, we said this last time, I don't like taking like Advils and Tylenols exactly. and all that kind of stuff. And while they do help and sometimes they are necessary, I'll do everything in my power to try everything beforehand. So I agree. Yeah. And this one's like, it's, it's pretty cool. I thought it was awesome. That's that Sage, awesome. When I saw Sage release it, I was like, Damn, amazing. <laughs> Anyone from Sage listening? I don't know. Right? <laughs> like, kudos to you yeah. for coming up with that. Amazing. So the other stuff I have is actually more about botanicals. Um, so for those who are listening, botanicals are essentially herbs that do have some medicinal like uh, benefit. And every herb has a different benefit in itself. And I will say herbs are powerful. They are not benign. They can cause harm, obviously. So do be cautious with herbs, mm-hmm. obviously. But some of the ones that I've used in my practice that have had huge benefit is cava cava, California poppy, Jamaican dogwood, and valerian. I'm not sure if any of you guys have heard of those ones. Valerian, you might have heard of as a sleep supplement to actually help improve sleep. So what's what's common about all these herbs is that they're analgesics, meaning they help to reduce pain. They are antispasmodics, meaning they help to relax your muscles. And then some of them are also what's called a nervine, meaning they kind of help to relax your nervous system, make you feel a little more relaxed. Mm. That's how these ones work, is that they sort of have these different actions um, based on their different properties to actually help with those tension headaches. So is this something that you would just take before bed, kind of like when we discussed melatonin last week? Yes, yeah, so you could take it before bed and still have benefits for your next day. Mm-hmm. Obviously, some of these, as I said, are like, um, they can really cause you to be really chill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so probably not taking it during the day, mm-hmm. but if you know like you're getting headaches first thing in the morning and they are tension-like headaches, mm-hmm. then I would recommend definitely talking to your healthcare provider and maybe trying one of these out. Cool. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, it does, definitely has a lot of benefit. I will say there isn't as um, many supplements in this category for attention headaches as compared to migraines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fair. And then I guess some other things, um, and I guess part being part of like an integrative clinic here, like a great thing of um, with tension headaches is that you can use multiple different modalities or tools yeah. to address it. So like going to see your osteopath, mm-hmm. doing cranial sacral therapy, that mm-hmm. can have a huge benefit. Doing acupuncture seeing a massage therapist because we a lot of people have benefits you should use them exactly yes <laughs> and we do offer all of those services yes here. that's holistic healing arts a little quiet plug there for exactly. us um, and even um, those are all areas that can actually really help with your tension headaches mm-hmm. and to some extent your migraines as well yeah. That's interesting. I never really realized, like, obviously the difference between the two, because I, I, since I get chronic migraines, I would just automatically assume, mm-hmm. like most people, that that's what that would be. Yeah. So even with, I guess, something I didn't mention is, I guess, another big uh, way you can differentiate the two is, like, nausea or photophobia. So, like, 
you have like pain with like light or like mm -hmm. fear of light essentially is what that means but it's like you can't look at light when you have a headache you don't get that with a tension headache mm -hmm. so and it's quite common like people do get a combination of two and i will say they both can contribute to like a migraine or a tension headache mm -hmm. those both of those like risk factors that we sort of discussed a little bit okay. yeah um, and then the last thing I want to sort of talk about with um, our listeners today is sort of getting down to the root cause of your headaches, whether that is a migraine or a tension headache. I know we discussed a lot of supplements and different ways that you guys can implement in your life to have a discussion with your doctor to make those changes. Sometimes you do have to um, actually look elsewhere in the body to actually determine and give relief to patients. Mm -hmm. So for example, I know we talked a little bit more about female hormones during the last uh, podcast, but with this one, um, it's so important to understand that our female hormones can actually have a huge impact on migraines and tension headaches. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that means that your hormones are out of balance and that you need some support from that perspective. Sometimes instead of using those supplements that we discussed, but focusing on hormones can actually prevent your migraines or tension headaches from happening. Does that go, can that still, hormones still affect men with um, their headaches or is it less common? Great question. It's less common. It is yeah. most commonly with women because unfortunately our hormones cycle monthly. <laughs> We're so fortunate <laughs> that so way. Fortunate. <laughs> it's not like one stable way and because of those changes, it can actually be a huge trigger despite mm -hmm. you doing everything else right. The other thing that you do see both in men and women, I should say, mm -hmm. is actually like gut problems. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of patients with what's called a dysbiosis. So dysbiosis means that you, you have like an imbalance between good and bad bacteria in the gut. The microbiome in your intestines are so important for your overall health. Sometimes when there's too many bad bacteria, to put it in a like black and white kind of terms, that can actually result in increased uh, sensitivities to different foods, increased immune reactions to different foods, resulting in those headaches, whether it be migraine or tension headache. Hmm. So it's always important to look elsewhere in the body and not just focus on the brain. And can it also be, because I know you said something about sleeping and like the way that you sleep, say if you're working out and you like tweak something or your, your form say is wrong when you're lifting something, can that also be cause of your attention headache? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's hitting the gym too hard. Yeah. will definitely cause that. Make sure you take those breaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought <laughs> and it was. drink your water. And drink your water. Exactly. <laughs> so like those, that's like, I think it's really important to touch on the root cause because you always you never want to just put a band-aid approach on it. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure you're getting down to what's going on so you never have to, or you don't re you have a reduced in frequency of those headaches that you are experiencing. Especially, yeah, especially if you're getting chronic and it's de they're debilitating like we've been talking about. Exactly. You want to just make sure that you are hitting, nipping it in the bud and getting rid of it firsthand. <laughs> I agree 100%. You said it so well. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Well, that was the end of our little migraine slash tension headache segment. Mm -hmm. So we'd like to say thank you to Dr. Webb for coming on not once, but twice. Um, yeah, it was a great pleasure having you on and thank you so much for all of your beautiful insight. No, thank you. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you.